Hi, I'm Lori Short, and this is my 10-minute podcast where I share a spiritual insight each week that I hope will encourage you in your faith. And these spiritual insights are from my book, Faith, Doubt, and God's Mysterious Timing. And this week's spiritual insight is a little bit of a different angle on the importance of remembering in our faith. It's not just remembering that's important. It's what you remember. Sometimes when we're stressed or worried about our current challenges, that stress can actually impact our memories and we remember things differently than the way they happened. So it's important to find a way to hold on to our memories of God's faithfulness. Otherwise, we might minimize them with the stress that we feel right now. And we're going to look at a story in Exodus 16 where this exact thing happened. It was just after the Israelites had been rescued out of Egypt where they had been slaves. It had only been a month and a half since they saw the miracle of the Red Sea parting in front of them. But they were tired and hungry and didn't know how they were going to find food. So here's what they say to Moses in verse 3. If only we had died in Egypt. There we sat around eating pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us into this desert to starve to death. Somehow they skipped over the memory of God parting a sea to rescue them and then remembered their slavery as sitting around eating pots of meat. Clearly their stress was impacting their memory and suddenly the past became the good old days of slavery. They forgot that while they were sitting around eating pots of meat, they were being whipped and they had chains and they were groaning to be rescued. Now they're wishing they had just died there. But before we're too hard on them, how often do we forget what God has done? On Sunday, we're singing worship songs and hearing about God's faithfulness. And by Monday morning, we wonder where God is and whether or not he'll be able to handle the situation that we face. But it's interesting to look at how this happened to the Israelites. Right after they saw God part the Red Sea and walked through it, they were actually singing a song of faithfulness led by Miriam, Moses' sister. But somewhere along the way, the song stopped. And now they were consumed with worry over how God was going to provide for them. This is the first bit of wisdom that we can take from this story. We need to remember regularly who God is and what he's done. I don't know about you, but for me, this has to happen daily. Once a week isn't enough. I have to sit and read some scripture and pray and remind myself through journaling that God has always carried me through and he will again. I also sometimes write my prayers down so I can go back and look at how God handled situations in the past. My husband likes to listen to worship songs, and I think memorizing lyrics is another way to remember God's faithfulness. I also regularly have conversations with friends and pray with them over concerns that I have, and they remind me of God's faithfulness. 
All these things can help us see our problems and fears through the lens of God's faithfulness instead of seeing God's faithfulness through the lens of our problems and fears. And that's what happens when we don't find a way to record and remember who God is and what he's done. You might think that your memories are in something like a memory bank in your mind, and they just stay there and are always remembered the same way. But that isn't true. We actually remember things in the present. So it stands to reason that our current stress can actually have an impact on how we're remembering things in the past. And that is why it's so important for us to record and remember the things that God has done. Otherwise, our problems and fears will cause us to remember things differently. The second thing we can get from this story is the realization that we tend to glamorize the past and forget that things were just as hard and stressful then. The past often becomes the good old days where life was easier, but that also minimizes the way God worked back then. For the Israelites, life in Egypt suddenly didn't seem so bad. So why did God have to rescue them anyway? This was a warped sense of reality. And it's another reason why we have to somehow lock in our memories so we can remember how God rescued us then and will be strong enough to rescue us now. But what God does to the Israelites is very interesting. He tells Moses that the way he's going to provide their food is through something called manna, which will come daily in the morning. And no one is to keep any manna until the next day because it will turn to maggots. This is the instruction that Moses is given. God is going to provide this manna each morning, presumably to drill this lesson of his faithfulness into the Israelites' hearts. So here's my question. How is God doing that for you right now? Whether it's financial instability or maybe the uncertainty of illness, or a potential diagnosis, or the behavior of someone in your life that's eating at you, or the fear of losing someone you love, that place of insecurity in your life is where God is wanting you to walk in dependence. See, if you had everything you needed, you wouldn't need God. But it's in our weakness, our need, our illness, our desires, all of these are opportunities for us to build our ongoing trust in God. The lesson of manna is something that God teaches us one way or another throughout our lives. God wants to provide for us daily. He doesn't provide everything we need for the future today, as much as I wish he would. He wants us to walk with him and trust him. And that's what the Israelites had to do. And that's what he wants us to do. The last thing to observe in this passage is what God tells Moses to do in verse 32. It's at the end of the chapter. And he says this, take an omer of manna, which is some kind of measurement, and keep it for generations to come so they can see the bread that I gave you to eat in the desert when I brought you out of Egypt. God is telling Moses to keep a little bit of this manna. 
and this time it's not going to turn to maggots. They were supposed to keep this manna so they could remember how God provided and taught them this lesson of daily dependence. So this is a word for all of us. How will you remember God's faithfulness in your life? Whether it's through writing in your journal or a picture that you keep or a verse that God brought to life or lyrics to a worship song that meant so much to you, whatever it is, find a way to remember God's faithfulness so you can remember it accurately. I have a quote from my book that says this, if we don't recount and remember what God has done, our minds are left to rewrite our memories with the doubt and fear we're currently facing. So it's not just remembering, it's what you remember that holds your faith. Find a way to hold on to God's faithfulness and you will have more peace. Thanks for tuning in. If you are encouraged by today's podcast, be sure to check out Lori's new book, Faith, Doubt, and God's Mysterious Timing. Lori also has a new 10-week video study to accompany the book which can be found on Right Now Media and LaurieShort.com.